Hey girlies, uh, before we jump into the episode, I just really want to quickly apologize for the off sound quality on this episode. Our fourth mic unfortunately recorded entirely in static and I didn't catch it until after we stopped recording. So I have to use the backup audio. The backup audio sounds okay, but not amazing. Um, so that's why it sounds a little weird this week. It'll be back to normal sounding next week. Um, this is still an amazing episode. You're going to love it. So please enjoy XO. Hey. hey! Welcome back to HBO, HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And today we're joined by not one, but two guests. And this, this is our season two kickoff. Yeah, we said season two, two guests, kind of two, two, two. Two, two, two. We gave you amazing analysis in the last two episodes. I know. Did you love our season one breakdowns character by character? I did. Okay, me too. Uh, I had fun. a good time. So we got our esteemed friends here. So this is a little episode about roommates. So we decided to bring two roommates in here. We got James Wench and Aaron Party. How long have you guys been living together? Two years. Two years. Yeah, right? Yeah, this is our third. This is our third. We're on our yeah. third year together. Yeah. Wait, and how do you guys know each other? We've known each other for like eight years. We met at, at We did the math school. earlier for sure. James used, yeah, yeah, it's been eight years. James used to bully me in the elevator at our dorm and I really yeah. didn't like him. <laughs> um, and then That he, is knowing someone. To yeah. bully someone is to know them. Yeah. Well, he was doing really like I know so reads. many people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know them intimately and deeply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he auditioned for my web series and then we became best friends. Oh, wait. Oh my That's God. So That's so NYU. That's so NYU. That's actually perfect. Look, every six, every story is a success story out of that place. Can you believe? <laughs> Actually, everyone who's roommates in New York met at NYU. And they're all yeah. so successful every time. Everyone I know, yeah. That's perfect. Did you, do, wait, I don't... Wait, go ahead. I was going to ask if you've ever even, like, visited Oberlin. No. I've spiritually visited there by, like, having, like, five friends that go on there. And I got so many ads when the school started. Like, when you were applying oh, to sure. school. And did you guys get this ad from Oberlin where they're like, you can rent a Picasso for your dorm room. I was yeah. like, I went to Oberlin for yeah. that. Is that where the one girl from Glow went? Well, that's where all the Lena girl. went. Where is Famously, Oberlin? It's in Ohio. Oh, I had a counselor who described it as a great place for butch lesbians who wear combat boots and play the trumpet. Right. Mm, I yeah. didn't know that stereotype. Well, well the trumpet was coming through for there. a loop. In HBO Girls, it is the fifth girl. I, it is the fifth girl. And then famously, oh, Elijah, oh. Hannah is like, Elijah, why did it take this long for you to be gay? There's so many gay people at Oberlin. Because like us, they met at college. Oh, yeah. I really was living in a world where they went to NYU. I think that just shows how much I identify with the show. <laughs> like in my head, they met at NYU. Well, Lena right? Dunham, her whole thing is that she like didn't actually study film in college. Didn't study film in college, but then at Oberlin made little web series that like did well, and that's actually how she got to like tiny furniture, short films. Short films. We're mm-hmm. trying to buy on eBay the tiny furniture DVD because the bonus features have all the short films on them, and we want to clip them and put them on our TikTok. Are you having trouble finding that? Mm, near no, impossible. We're just waiting to find <laughs> I would actually, if any listeners <laughs> have the, the furniture, the tiny furniture DVD, and can lend it to us for a week, we happily send it right back. Back, but um, just to, for us to we'll watch it. back with some chocolates even. Oh, and, and a note from New York. Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to dive into the episode. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Kiki. Oh my God. We get to announce our first new segment. Yes. This is so exciting. We are now doing our synopsis in just one minute. 
That's right, you heard that. Only 60 seconds. And get this, we're making every single person at the table be a part of what builds that one minute. Since there's four of us, each of us will switch every 15 seconds and together do the collective synopsis. It's called Minute to Win It. Yeah. All right, so here is our synopsis. Season two, episode one. It's about time. Ring, ring, ring. We're back to girls. So we're waking up with Elijah and Hannah being new roommates while they're in bed. Elijah's bed finally came in and has to move into their own room. Marty is hang is going to get fired from her little jawbo. Her boss is like, ooh. Oh. So Marty gets laid off from her job and their mom comes to visit and they have a very uh, intense relationship, I'd say. And then, you know, Hannah is now dating this new guy, Donald Glover. The character's name is Sandy. Oh, so I think that uh, a summary is different than just listing what happened. Um, I would say this is an episode about a dinner party, and I would say two thirds to third way through. We're at the dinner party. Marnie and or excuse me, Hannah and Elijah are hosting for the first time. Okay, and so Hannah and Elijah are hosting this party. Elijah brings his new boyfriend, George, who's like 50 and really drunk, and he gets kicked out, and Hannah is taking care of Adam, who's just gotten mm. hit by a bus, which is complicated for her. Marnie has no job and no boyfriend, so she's really bored, and she's jealous because she feels like she's losing Hannah, and then Marnie fucks Elijah at the end, which is cray-cray. Overall, you know, Hannah and Elijah are now officially roommates. They had to throw a housewarming party. Um, it's a, well, the French salon is a dip future party they would like to hold. Yes. Um, oh. If you haven't watched it, that's what you missed. I have a, I have like a, a feeling that I would secretly always be really good at braiding hair. Have you never done it? Well, you just mentioned the French salon. Oh yeah, that's a funny thing that Hannah says. It's like I would always like to cut hair. Oh yeah. Oh, I just says I was thinking more of a Gertrude Stein thing. And and so like a lesbian night. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, all of this is going over my head. Who is that? Gertrude Stein? Yeah, I've never heard. I've never even heard that name. Oh, Our like newest segment, of like, who's like, Gertrude Stein? Before <laughs> I get to 15 seconds. Okay, well, before we jump into the episode, we are going to do one of our favorite segments. Girl, what girl are you? Like to kick us off. Okay. Um, the girl that I am is actually Lena Dunham, and I don't mean Hannah Horvath. Mm -hmm. I do mean Lena Dunham. That is clarify. who I most identify with on the show, would be the writer of the show and just kind of like the mastermind behind it all. But also, I have to say that on a previous episode of the podcast, Connor Janda once said that I was one of the only Jessas in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And since I heard that, my personality's changed. It's kind mm -hmm. of like, really influenced who I am. Like, I think maybe I'm kind of like a Jessa rising mm. and like Alina Dunham, like son. Wow. But that was exciting. I didn't, I never had identified with a Jessa before. So you kind of learned more about yourself. You're listening to us. I really did. Yeah. That really opened up a big, oh, a big thing for me. That's yeah. never happened to me before. <laughs> That's never that happened on his podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, why, what about Lena Dunham that you're like, I am that girl? Um, I think, well, I definitely want to be similar to Lena Dunham, like goals wise. Like she's mm -hmm. definitely living a life I want to live, but I also similarly to Lena Dunham, like I'm very positive that I will be canceled, um, for like very stupid reasons. Like that's something I've always anticipated in my career. Um, I also have like body issues similar mm. like my weight has fluctuated. So I've always identified with her just kind of like, and that's the worst thing that could happen to a person is right. to be just like kind of a mid white woman mm. who fluctuates like the hell of that mm. and the importance of that being represented on screen, like really just identifies with 
Totally. Well, and at the time, the show is as much about the discourse as anything. And they're like, this fat, disgusting, disgusting. girl who's too fat and disgusting yes. for TV. Yes. Being size eight is illegal. No, it's like, mm. really, it's such a hard thing to do. But that's actually why it was a big deal that Connor Jana yes. said I was Jessa. I was like, I've lost so much weight. Mm. Like, oh my God, I was so excited. I was like, I'm so skinny. Like, he really thinks I'm Dessa. Oh, that's no. so funny. That's so scary you, <laughs> you and your friends all think you look good, but you just look like Macy's parade balloons. Big yeah, big heads. heads. Yeah, big heads. Say that, Marnie's mom. Who is the actor that played Marnie's well? Oh, I don't know, but she's totally She's exactly. in everything. That famous woman. Yeah. Yeah. What? No? No. That's, that's not nice. I know. Um, okay, so Amelia, you're going to voice over it, but I'm going to say, and Marnie's mom is played by Frida Wilson. Isn't that so fun? She's, oh, <laughs> she's awesome. Okay, James, what girl are you? We've been saying girl, what girl are you around our house since the podcast launch. We say it all the time. Yeah. Girl, what girl are you? <laughs> um, I think that there's two ways to look at it, right? The show overall and then the episode in this episode, I feel very Marnie's mom. Uh, wow, that is so. I was waiting all day to know what you were gonna say to this question, and that's a perfect answer. Well, and I hate to say this, you look thirty. Her, I went so in. Oh my god, cater waiter. Okay, so I feel again really fun turns of phrases. She's nasty to her daughter. Um, that feels that feels relatable to me. Yeah. And then, did you say everyone thinks they're Shoshana? Similar no, to you, our listeners. Your listen, they're Shoshas. Yeah, our listeners mm. are Shoshas. Well, funny. I'm a listener, and I also <laughs> <laughs> feel like a Shosh in that. Like you, I like her goals. I like that mm. she sets boundaries. And when we get into the episode, like there's, yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll come up. Well, I will okay, say so this. Yeah, I'm Shosh. And Marnie's mom. And, I when I watched the episode, I was like, James is giving this. So glad to be here for this. Yeah, that's so. I thought that. I thought that. She's really smart. Yeah, she's really, really smart. perceptive. We should do a thing where we like we should write down our guesses like bets. What oh, what do you think yeah, our guest's yes. character will be, mm. and then you guys reveal it? That could be huge. That could be so fun. And wait, what are you guys? And you do yeah. changes, we're right? We, so we do weekly usually. Yeah, what's your, yeah, what's your what weekly? Are, what are you? Okay, so I actually took a test called thirty. Wait, it's like you. What character are you? It's like it, out of all these TV shows, it picks out what characters but you, you are. But you can narrow it down to the girls' cinematic universe. Yeah, and I did that. Oh. Um, so actually, it said I was a Jessa. 81% match. We, we know. And 81% oh. match. Because of the wealth in your family? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, did Jessica come money? Hey, Sue. She acts like it. Yeah. <laughs> really? How do you think you get How to travel that much? How yeah. around Europe without generations? But her dad does stuff we find out, so... Oh, right. It could be right. rich generational. I guess you're right. Well, rich UK is so yeah. generational money to me. It's is like, it? if you're from the UK and you have generational money. I think if you can, I love it, you know? Uh, they did. Uh, they well, they got all theirs from other places. No, exactly. Yeah. They, and they love to get it from there. They're obsessed. Yeah. I just went to London and they had like um the crown jewels, whatever. All of those stolen. Was it in the London Tower you saw the jewels? Yeah, but actually a lot of them were gone because it was the coronation. So they actually oh, had signs that said currently in use. But mm. our tour guide said that that's actually like more rare to see. Than oh, the jewels of course. Themselves. 
was the currently in use sign. Oh, of course, because everyone's seen the jewels at this point. Right, right. I haven't, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Wait, what happened in this episode Jessa. that made you Jessa? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't even see Jessa this episode. We, we take 10 well, seconds. Yeah. I would say it's like the taxi scene is so fun to me. Where it's like, I too would cut a taxi line and be like, uh, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> sick and foreign. Those sick were their excuses, foreign. right? He like, like yeah. his act. He already had an accent. He's like, use it. He used to make an accent. Yeah. She's in full cornrows. <laughs> no problem. No worries. It's so bad. Very Adele core. Girl, what girl, girl are, you? are you? So at first I was like, I'm totally Hannah because I love hosting a housewarming. You know, me mm. and Evan hosted a girls themed housewarming a few months back. And I was so excited to kind of like offer popcorn to people when Hannah's going around the room being like, do you want a treat? That is so me coded, except for at that housewarming party. I um, took somebody up on their offer of weed and then immediately mm. fell asleep. And oh. this was the party. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, oh, it, the party went until 3 a.m. or 2.30. Amelia was asleep in bed by 11 p.m. Real life Marnie running around the party going, is there any pot here? <laughs> like the most oh irate. God. Is there any weed oh, here? I can't relax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I loved it. But then um, Marnie's kind of at her wits and um, on the edge of despair. And I'm really connecting with that. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. But I'm actually in a great mood. So never mind. <laughs> and that's on that. Huh. I would say I, I in this context I was just because for our housewarming it started at ten and I got off a plane at seven thirty or it started at like I I don't know I had an hour between the plane ride and me coming to the party. Evan was like, "Let's throw a housewarming. I'm gonna miss all the setup." <laughs> well, that's one of my favorite parts is she's at the party passing out snacks, Hannah. But then she also she and it's Marnie later are in her bedroom getting ready for the party ostensibly. Well, she's like, I, I can't that. be wearing this outfit anymore. It's which, amazing. Which is so me, like, two hours into a party, I'm like, I look stupid. Yeah. Let me change into a different top. Well, I like that she changed into an uglier outfit. If you remember, she puts on that, like, brown dress with the blue flowers. Like, that yeah. color scheme was very of its time. Can we make sense of her leaving the party and going back because she has to run to Adams in Prospect Heights from Greenpoint? Like, that's a 45-minute shut journey. up. What's the map? That's impossible. But she doesn't really come back. Like she does. She gets back so late. She gets I back guess, late enough that Elijah and Marnie can. Have I guess she goes. She goes to Sandy. So I guess right. it's okay. Yeah, she doesn't go back. And it's funny you bring up the G vehicle because in this episode, right. they, Elijah goes. I didn't even know the G train existed. Yeah, that shit cracks me up. She goes Greenpoint, and I go, where the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Elijah really is coming in hot like we got an introduction to him in the last season and he came in really hot with the scene with Hannah being like I'm gay but then we don't really see him a ton throughout the rest of the season but then he shows up in a huge way this episode yeah. and everybody watching at home is like I think I'm gonna like it here yeah it's so exciting to see Elijah's like plot line with George and everything because like that was I was really struck by like having his he's obviously not a girl right we have the four girls but he's in the show and compared to like Sex in the City, right? They had like a Stanford Blanche. No character, no story, mm. just there to uplift Carrie's story. They even like fight about it in Sex in the City. Like Carrie's like, um, Stanford's like, you never ask me anything about myself. Like I have a new boyfriend right. and you've never asked me anything. And she is like, okay, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, tell me about your boyfriend. And then the episode ends. Like as the audience, we actually don't hear. Yeah, so like, which is yeah. we know is not real representation. A gay person who doesn't talk about themselves, please. Please. He tries. We'll find a way. He oh. tries. I didn't. Again, I'm too young for that show. Never listens. We we we've got to jump into our new segment. Mm. <gasps> <gasps> Guys, 
It's time to lean into Lena. Uh, I was like, oh! we love Lena Dunham. We love Lena Dunham in our house. Yes. Okay, period. Yeah. And regarding her controversies, how do we feel? Which one? Yeah, which one? <laughs> Specifically. The Red Perfect. Scare one. Now let's jump into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, very Anna Dalby. <laughs> that was very. I don't. Which one specifically? <laughs> oh, no, that's Julia. Would you want me to apologize? Yeah, too. that's yeah. so funny. Leaning into Lena is where we kind of break down the episode. What was Lena's like writer goals going in, and how did that play out? Okay, well, we're definitely setting up Hannah leaving Adam while he's sick, right? And I think part of that's establishing her kind of selfishness, right, as a character. But I actually think it's really dope because a lot of um, like when you look at marriages in the U.S. It's something like I actually wrote down a statistic for this. If you could just hold for one second. Um, Let me just. Okay. So the divorce rate for seriously ill women is actually 21%. So 21% of men leave their wives whenever they get sick for women. Does that include pregnancy? (laughs) Uh, I didn't check. That's how insurance Um, categorizes it. Pardon me. But seriously ill men, only 3% of wives leave them. So I actually think it was very feminist of her to leave like a sick man um, because that's very rare. Mm. Snaps. Yeah, yeah. She also is showing her selfishness in her relation, her new relationship with Sandy. Mm, so, yes. folks at home, if you haven't seen it, this is where we get introduced to Donald Glover as Lena's new boy toy. Mm. Um, and she's like, "I don't want anything serious," and he's puppy dog eyes, like, "Let's date." She but, says, "Please don't say love to me." Yeah. What the hell was the name of that bookstore? It's like Pimp. And why were they running in the bookstore with Boner? Like he's like, I can't run in the ostensibly for hours. He's like, this was fun at first. It's like, how long were you running around the bookstore? You're adults. And I was like, Lena or Hannah, you hate running. Hate. That's actually another theme of the episode. There's a lot of like fat phobic comments in the episode that are really fun to me. Specifically, Elijah's line of um, all your theme nights can't be food nights. Mm. Cracked my shit up. I wrote it down twice. And then Marnie (laughs) says to her mom, um, I'm not going to just drown my emotions by ordering six pizzas like Hannah does. Totally. So So rude and uncalled for. The mom is so fun. She's fun. I would describe her first line as not. I didn't believe it. I rewinded that scene three times. It's the best one. Could you write that character today? Like, could you have Marnie's mom in a show today? I hope so. That's my mother. I hope. Is I'd it? like to see more moms like that. On TV. Yeah. Mm. We don't get enough, like, complicated mothers who have weird relationships with their daughters on TV. That's why I'm Lorraine, too. Like, long term. What girl home. are you? No, Lorraine, like, mo- uh, Hannah's mom. Oh. oh. You know We're who else is miserable? <laughs> Fucking everybody. <laughs> oh, you're so Lorraine. Yeah, you are so Lorraine. She gets so tortured. Yeah. I love it. I meet so many people who are like, who am I in this TV show? And I'm always like, you're not in that. But for you, you're, you're in every you're show I've ever seen. Wow. Very castable. Versatile actor. I am unrepresented. James Wentworth. You should play a mother. I would love to. That'd be perfect for you. Um, industry for listening, please reach out to James directly or through us. Either way. Um, <laughs> Preferably through us. Did you feel good about your answer? <laughs> I feel pretty good about my answer. I would love to hear your answer. And and could you remind the listeners at home what the question is? So I'm going to go Lean ahead and into Lena. There is no question. Awesome. It's on the Lena. This is just we lean, into Lena, lean into Lena Dunham. I think that Lena Dunham in in media, <laughs> you want each on scene, each scene to represent. Yeah, when they do hairspray, a twenty four is hairspray. Um, 
they uh it's really heavy-handed about black lives matter that's the a24 hairspray Oh, yeah. Okay, I can see hereditary. John Travolta one? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. I guess that well, yes. was a movie before that one. Not for me. No. That was what are you talking one. about? Yeah. Charlie sent me a TikTok of the original hairspray. Oh, film, yes, yes, yes. There's said, two hairsprays. I know, I that's what you this. meant. Yeah. It's like when I was nine and found out about the Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory instead of just Charlie, and I lost my damn mind. That guy's creepy, Wait. though. Gene Wilder? You hadn't seen the Gene Wilder one? No. Because I. How old are you? Good Awesome. Each scene, right, should represent the overall film or story that you're telling, right, within it. It should kind of encapsulate. And I think that that works for the episode, too, right? Each episode should speak to the themes of girls as a whole piece. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really admire about Lena Dunham from taking it from season one to season six is you see the um, resolution of a lot of these pieces. Like, for example, two big things that she explores, right, is within the first scene with Adam, he talks about, um, you don't have to be nice to somebody that you love. <sighs> okay. I did not like that. Last scene, I got stuff to say about that. Uh, our favorite scene, when she goes, when she goes, you talk to your friends like that? And she goes, I talk to my friends way worse than that. Mm. She goes, really? Marty yeah, yeah. Marty and her mom. Thanks I for really grounding. like that because it's like, some of the meanest things I've ever done are to the people I love the most. Which I don't think is okay, but the follow right. it makes sense that the last piece that I will say on this is like then Shoshana as the foil to all of this, right? Is mm. she's there with Ray. She's the like she's like, I'm done being insulted by people. And I think it's brilliant, especially at the end, right? Shoshana is one of the only people that chooses Shoshana over all of the other girls. So in terms of that, I love how Lena Dunham tells this entire story in each episode, in each scene that she does. And to me, one of the central themes of the show is like, how do you treat people that you love? Mm. And that's how I lean into Lena. That's really wow, beautiful. Wow, that was powerful. Oh, do you want this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Evan, how do you... It'd be like buying Twitter. No, how, thank you. How are you leaning into Lena today? Okay, I'm looking at such a different lens. It's like, Lena with longer hair is so cute. I'm like, so I'm really cute. liking it grown out. There's, I do too. I, there's one alpha where it's like an apron dress and her hair is like a little bit longer that we're going to get to in a point. And it's so cute. It's like, yeah, I like a short haircut. But for Lena, a bob-ish hairstyle, so cute. That's what I'm leaning into her. Wait, long or bob-ish? Make it like, mind. No, she doesn't ever go long, long. But long for her is bob. I really want to analyze Elijah and Marnie sex scene because I think <gasps> it's very interesting as I think it's very in a lot of situations, even being mostly attracted to men or only attracted to men, you can still get aroused by just like human touch. Like, right. You're just, on a pansexual journey. Yeah. Mm. And it's like I thought I was uh, attracted to one girl because she made me laugh a lot. And it's just like that was endorphins. But I could confuse that, too. And it's like it was actually because she just had long hair. Yeah, she had long hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like they're coming off an amazing karaoke. Marty's getting a compliment, which she hasn't received in what months at this mm. point. Right. Yeah, can we True. talk about like what would bring Marty to fuck Elijah? Like, how did that happen? And I think it all started in season one mm. when Marty was like, why is my relationship with Charlie not working? My life is supposed to be like this. Mm -hmm. And then she has a falling out with her best friend, her long term best friend, moves out 
She's like, oh, my life is so crazy. And then we jump into season two. She immediately loses her job. That's like the one thing she had left. Mm-hmm. And it's like her, Hannah is being a bad friend. She's not getting attention from her friend. She's not getting attention from her job. Nobody is in love with her right now. Mm-hmm. Like she has nothing. And she's so used to having everything and having it all. And so her losing her job and then her mom coming back, sparking in her, like, this feeling of, like, I'll never be good enough. I, like, should die. It was kind of, well, did, what would you say your mom did in that it's, to her? I think moms, when they insult you, it's to, like, make you stronger from their perspective. And uh-huh. she's so used to her mother's insult that it's, like, it's water off the back. Yeah. Camel's back. Duck. Water off a duck. Water off a duck's back. Water, water off a duck's back. <laughs> it's some animal. Um. And it's I, duck. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she's used to it, and it's, she's used to it. But it's like a lot. It's a little bit though. She's been fed up all week. She's drunk at this party. She ran into her boyfriend and his new girlfriend, and that yeah. was like ah, ah, fabulous scene. Right. Very fabulous scene. And then why are you waiting outside the door? Oh god. Why are you waiting outside? Oh, it's for her to pee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, that's nice. She's like, why did you wait? Yeah, I that love was it, bad because she sees it as like endearing. She ultimately she's teasing him about it, but it's ultimately endearing. Like, oh, I can't. Like, do you guys like yeah. the character? Because I'm kind of obsessed with her. Audrey, Audrey, I'm obsessed with Audrey Gelman. That's who I'm yeah, are I they like still her. friends? That was one of the deepest. Like, you talk about adding insight. You two definitely brought that to me. That that girl is supposed to be the inspiration for Marnie. That woman. Oh yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Catch. That made a lot of click for me hearing that. Yeah. Um, I think they are. They follow each other still. I mean, I'm, yeah. they're best friends from growing up. And I just don't think their relationship is as strong as it once was. But I think childhood friendship, especially best friend, mm. lasts a lifetime. That's true. No matter I what. I think they have tomosity, but right. we'll never know. Also, Lena's in London. I, I don't know. I, didn't, I don't think No, so. we make up words on this podcast. We just started a dictionary but for the words we've made up. Tomosity. Tenacity. No, and no. I didn't mean that. I think I meant tumultuous in a new verbiage. Right. I thought it was cool. <laughs> Con- conjugated. But Elijah and Marnie. Conjugated. Mm, but Elijah and Marnie. So it's like the the Charlie or whatever builds up. And then yes. what happens on that couch? I, I feel like it's really, I feel strongly that it's the moment that Elijah says, I love a foreshadowing moment. And Elijah says, you could sing professionally. And Marnie says, I know. And in that moment, I was like, Marnie is kneeling like what manifestation is supposed to be mm. she's so when she says i know it's so casual it's so throwaway because she does know in her heart of hearts she knows she doesn't need that art job she doesn't need anything Literally. she can sing professionally and i think honestly she's just like kind of like horny on that and that's why she fucks elijah because that felt so good to her well he compliments to your point the one thing that she has left her want her, her dream voice, her, her voice dream. yeah that's you know, the one thing she has left you want to also yeah. catch another foreshadowing they're singing a song called Building a Mystery, and then they fuck, and then they have to hide that from Hannah. Honey. Oh. Yeah. Who's the music supervisor? That's good. Really Do they watch? Are they fans? Imagine. Who's dating Jojo Siwa now? Wait, shut. Are you for real? No. I was like, oh, my God. That's good. Attention all Jojo Siwa's now getting the back of Is It Bright? I think it's hot and cold. I think Marnie likes hot and cold because we look at that that artist who is like, I will fuck you. Oh, he calls her a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, He goes misogyny. He goes man. a bitch. She loves being called a bitch. Which is relatable. This is hard. Marnie or Charlie was never like, you know, getting her going it's that's yes charlie was like almost too femme for her in a way that elijah who is gay is actually 
giving him one last We're taking a binary this weekend. We're throwing out the damn window. Amelia, you might have to leave. Oh, God. Or just get, no, just join us. Yeah, post binary. At least today, be an ally. Secure in who I am as a woman. Congratulations. That's my second. That's my second favorite gender. Mm. That's okay. None. 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 Um, wait. So then they fuck, but not to completion. Well, what, yeah. what is compl- What is sex? I think that's we're always debating what is sex. There's a big dialogue right now. And what wait, is sex mm, of not just I have penetration? Summer to do list over there on the fridge. Suck a dick until it works. What could that mean, though? Your note, or it means that you don't know what sex is. <laughs> <laughs> suck a dick until it works. Perhaps I think she wants to suck it. Marnie doesn't it suck dick, right? Isn't that what she says? She says I hate. Uh, she I, wants to anal, and she wants to anal, and she hates sucking dick. She because she doesn't like anal. She assumes. She assumes she doesn't like anal. So, do Wait, so I'm actually yeah. a little bit curious. Oh, and she, you know what else she says? And that's I think a lead into. She says to Charlie. I haven't had. I could not have sex for eight months, and I would be totally fine. Like, how long does anyone here go without having sex? Um, longer than that. A lot longer than that, everybody. I think that you are maybe the only regular, like her eyes right. twitching. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, definitely, no, I'm the only person having regular sex. Yeah, no, I'm clogged and up. And I actually consider me a little up. bit irregular. That's so funny. Like I feel like I go a long time, but I guess. But well, I not eight months. Well, to your point, I love that she's like I could go eight months without having sex, and she fucks a gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, clearly not. It's like, oh, huh. Uh-huh. No, she's being JK Rowling sometimes, Lena, when she does all this foreshadowing. I'd say the last time I had sex in what, was... In what way? Harry Potter's know. famous for foreshadowing. Like, it's one of the things that people really like about the series because there's so much foreshadowing and, like, me- oh. like that, and it keeps readers coming back, and that's why they rewatch it. And Taylor Swift's that same way, too, who's yeah. also Lena Dunn's no, really good friend. Back. And that... Lena Singh, too. Foreshadowing. Keeps people rewatching. Taylor Swift, Lena Dunham, very close friends. Exactly. Margaret. Should we even bring that into the conversation? Oh, my God. Should we bring that into the conversation? Everything's all connected, right? Everything's connected. So, and if the show's about Lena Dunham, which you are, it's like, so Taylor Swift and Lena Dunham friends, right, you would say? And they went through... Tinder. Jack Antonoff. <laughs> Jack Antonoff. It's like Tinder for they the pop Jack girlies. Antonoff. Who is like <laughs> the connector. is Tinder for pop stars. That is very true. That's so funny. And to be clear, Lena Dunham is a pop it's star. It's actually Bumble BFF. Yes. Well, she was in the Taylor Swift video. I bet they're, wow. And so is Ellen Paul Pitt. And so is John Early, a different one. Yeah. Oh, I have to talk about one feminist. Can I do a really quick side tangent? Yeah. Feminist side tangent. This is what my therapist the told me the other day, midway <laughs> through our session, unprompted. She, she, she knows I do stand up. So she, for 30 minutes last session, she just talks about her comedic influences. It's like, I don't care. She's doing her set at me. Yeah, they Mid- will do that. I stopped going. Out of nowhere, she starts defending Louis C.K. She goes, you notice women can always walk out. They <laughs> see someone masturbating. It's like, I'm a feminist. Well, I've been a feminist forever. Right. But you mm, know what? Sure. Those those women didn't have to stay in the room. And it's like, during my 45-minute session, that you always it's like <gasps> supposed to be an hour and now it's 45 and I pay you 225 an no, hour. It's like, talk about inflation. No, I literally can't. I She's no, gonna jerk off in front of you. Yeah. She's gonna jerk off in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's really not good. And it's like you're mm. a feminist who hates women. I guess mm, that's a lot of them now. Do. Well, yeah, that's what we learn. I think because Lena is writing Marnie as fucking Elijah, she was like, I mm. need a reason to make the audience understand Marnie a little bit more before I have her do this absurdity. So I think she mm. brings in the mom. 
to highlight like why she is the way she is and mm-hmm. make you more like understanding of like why she would maybe do something so harmful to her friend. Yeah. Well, cause she really doesn't almost have it. Her mom says that really good line at the end of the scene. She's like something about like, why can't we just be friends? It makes me sad. We can't just be friends. And I'm like, you can't just be friends cause you're her mother. Like, and no wonder Marnie's so fucking uptight. She had mm. to be. Did we see the Gilmore girls revival? We know how it goes. How are you guys feeling about Lena introducing Sandy to the scene this season? I think it's really important to know about who Donald Glover was mm. in the culture at that time. Right, this is coming off of weird childish Gambino at this moment. Like Donald Glover is huge, and Donald Glover is also getting famous for like, he's a super young like comedy writer. Everyone's into it, and like he like literally the videos he was putting on YouTube were like these really like shit quality like sketch videos that got him hired on Thirty Rock. One of them's literally it's called like Bro Rape, and it's about him being a frat boy like raping other frat boys. And then that got him signed to Thirty Rock, and then he's got released this album. Like he is the biggest name ever at this time and he's also like supposed to be the spokesperson for like when did community like come out like he's Wait, when did child, community child oh god Camino is Donald Glover yeah, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> have you ever seen him in the same room together no she feels joke. like she has there's no way right and Why? it's shocking to me that I forgot that they overlapped at the same time cause that is a nerd in that yeah. fucking like, you can be anybody you want. All I know about Donald Glover <laughs> is that he interned at UCB to get free classes. Well, he's at the top of his game. We have to have him on the show, right? And also, mm-hmm. I think we've already, after season one, we've been criticized for not having black people on the show. Correct. And yet we give Donald Glover this absolutely nothing character. This character has nothing going on other than Lena Dunham being, like, shitty to him, right? Like, when she says, like... um, I want to approach this relationship logically and like mm-hmm. um, responsibly. And he's like, oh, so it's irresponsible to date me. Like, I'm like saying you want to approach relationship logically is so like, I hate you coded. It's so we're <gasps> yes. never going to be together coded. It's so like, even in that, sh- like in the characters, I'm like, why is she with this guy? And it's like, I completely unclear. And I'm like, it's for a weird clout to have him it's on for the, the show. Discourse. Like, it's, it's for, for the discourse. Of the show. It's for outside of the show. Like it doesn't make sense in the world. I will counter arguments say yeah. that Lena also probably wanted to show that girls can be less into the relationship than boys mm-hmm. in terms of like, that's hardly ever sh- like, it's always like, Carrie pining after big it's like all these Mm. girls wishing a guy would care so I'm sure she also was like I'm gonna be like a woman who doesn't give a shit about a guy no but Mm. Aiden liked Carrie more than Carrie liked Aiden true 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 um but in the fact that she's like trying to be like girls are evil too no very true well I also think um it's very cool that they wrote um Sandy as a republican well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that oh, yet. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Well, you caught something that I didn't catch at the end what when, no, when, okay, talk about leaning into Lena and just craft right at the beginning. She's like, what I'm not going to do is come knock on your door in the middle of the night with some random excuse. And that's what she says at the beginning. So what does she do at the end? She's knocking on Sandy's door yeah. in the middle of the night. And what does she ask for? A book. Oh my God. Fucking Ayn Rand. She the f- fountain pen. The, the fucking fountain pen. 
Like, and I was like, why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I read that in 10th grade English. You did? Like, what like, is that? For your syllabus? Yeah. I don't wow. think you'd like it. <laughs> no, I don't. I would never read a it's book. It's kind of like the basis of kind of like individualist capitalism theory. Like a lot of like Republicans. It's like, real like capitalists George read Orwell. It. 1984 coded. Yeah. They're burning a book. You could. I mean. <laughs> they're, they're made of paper. <laughs> really flammable. Oh, this is the best day of my life. Do you think that we'll, do you think that we're, we're over here shaking? Do you think we'll ever get to know what the new segment is called? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so are we ready? Well, I want to say one last thing. Yeah, no, no, is please. it about Adam? It is about the first, well, fuck Adam. I don't ever want to discuss him on this podcast. No, Amelia, Amelia, I want to talk about Adam. Please. Okay. Everyone in this town's an Adam fan. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Most Um, people are the biggest character. I just wanted to say that in season one, episode one, there is a shot of Hannah in bed with Marnie, and it kind of, like, crawls up their leg, and then, like, two of them sleeping and waking up, and the first scene in season two, episode one, is the exact same shot, exact Mm. same shot for shot, angle for angle, framing as the first episode, but with Elijah. And I also think it's so fun that, like, in episode one, it's like showing how positive Elijah mm-hmm. and Hannah's relationship is. Mm-hmm. So it really like shatters later in the season when we find out like Marty and him slept together. Yeah. Because yeah. we're really in the honeymoon stage. Can I ask you guys, because similarly, you two live together. Yeah. Yeah. We live together. Reveal. 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 Roommates. Roommates. Like girl. Gay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys like cuddle? Do you guys have a physical relationship mm. the way that Elijah and Hannah I do? I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not used to physical touch even a little bit. And Evan has opened me up, opened me up to like hugs. And sometimes he'll come into bed and um, cuddle me. And I'll be like, oh my God, I've never felt the touch. She's my oyster. Oh my God. I'm kind of like shaking trying my to open boots. Her like, up. Before not when like that. James first became friends with y'all, James came home and was kind of like, I met like our tethers. Like just like <laughs> us, but younger. Aww. And that's really true. I'll never forget James has said to me, like, Aww. it's obvious you didn't get enough physical touch as a child. And he's similarly training me. To be accepting of physical touch. Can, oh, we wow. We don't yeah. keep up That's the nice. practice. We're both like, yeah. full flex. We're both Don't touch too long. Love yeah. that. <laughs> uh, well, why do you think it's Hannah only has male relationships at this point? Like, Marnie is complaining about how mm. Hannah's not really in her life. And then all of Hannah's energy are going to Adam, Sandy, and Elijah. Well, I think she's also young and experiencing that she's being, like, um, attract like. She didn't think her whole teen years that like anybody was attracted mm. to her, so she's really going through the phase of like so boys like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's the last time we saw Hannah and Shoshana talk mm-hmm. though? Other than the accident, it's like is that the last time they had a conversation, Hannah and Shoshana? Literally. Oh yeah. Well, they're not friends. They're not really friends though. Like the I whole know. Show. Okay, you know what time it is? <sighs> Girl, get your Glock. It's rapid fire time. time. <laughs> Also, we're obviously gone negative, but um, it's such a fun word, Glock. Girl, get your Glock. <laughs> it's rapid fire time. So this is the um, part of the <laughs> podcast where we Do you, rapid yeah, fire ask Did the questions. listeners ask for that? Nope. No. That's awesome. Let, <laughs> right, no, yeah. I, don't, I think people are going to love it. Uh, is there a big crossover between pro-gun and, and pro-girls? Um, gun girls. We're against guns, but we linguistically love the sound Glock. We're pro guns. Oh. We've been trying to go to gun range. Glock should be a girl's name. 
Only because only because there are more guns than like humans in America, and it's like I've fucked people. Mm. I've never even seen a gun. Oh, there was a gun in my apartment in New Orleans. Nice. Are you a schoolgirl or you can get schooled girl? I'm a schoolgirl. I'm a get schooled girl. Why is Marnie mad at you? Because she's got stuff she needs to work on in her interior. And I didn't take her pursuits seriously. Mm. What's your favorite utensil? Knife. Chopsticks. Would you rather live in a nice building facing an ugly building or an ugly building facing a nice building? Nice building. I want luxury. I want quality. Period. What makes your body feel like a clit? You came. I came. We laughed. Or I came. You, you came, came a bunch. Yeah. We all laughed. We all laughed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Adam Driver. I'll give it to him. Hydrocodone. Yes. <laughs> yes, girl. Shout are out you, Dr. Greg. <laughs> are you a voice of your generation or are you a voice of a generation? Mm. Um, I'm the voice of a generation. And I'm happy to be here. Perfect. Great job, guys. Thank you. You did really good. Did you like those? Um, I think that definitely whoever gets the second and third version is really going to enjoy this game. Perfect, perfect. Nice, nice. I think you, you did, did great, Aaron. You did great. That's really always. nice. I thought yeah. you too. I thought you guys did great. Thank you so much. I thought everything was really us. great this whole time. It's about you. It's we'll make sure our guests are good. Okay. <laughs> we have come to last segment of the podcast. Okay, Wait. this is where we need listeners' help. Yeah, so this is a segment where we compare girls then to Brooklyn now. <gasps> okay. That's Sweet. a great idea. Love it. Yeah, uh, it's kind of that outfit in Brooklyn grown up. Right, right. So it's basically like what's happening now that wasn't happening in 2013 now. Um, if we look at what happened oh, in yeah. this episode, how would that play out today? Oh. Uh, wait, what's the name of the segment? We are looking for a name. So it used to be oh. called That Outfit in Brooklyn, but it's like you can wear whatever the hell you want in Brooklyn. So it's like that's and not they do. really. And they do. Yeah. And they but do. you can't wear Marnie's outfit, that purple dress with the <gasps> black belt, the black pumps and her black leather bag oh. with that ponytail while everyone else in the shot is wearing like Denim. Her and mom she was looks so real insane. for me. Like, you look 30. She looks 45. Minimum. Like, minimum. minimum. And from the 1960s. The like, outfit is discontinued. It's yeah. awful. That was really you popular in 2010, today. though. We've gotten a lot of hate over mm. this. So, we actually know yeah. now that people were wearing formal wear everywhere because business became so, like, millennials were so into business in this time point. Oh, right. So, it's like, the hustle and you talk era. about the pumps. Era. Aaron talks about wearing pumps. Like, who's wearing pumps in the middle of the day? You are. I just watched. James is in our house all the time. To do chores. For just sure. to do chores, James puts oh, on pumps and then washes the dishes. Awesome. I put my Uggs on to do that, but it's a little diff. Mm. You're only ever in your Uggs. That can't be true. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, we love a title for this segment. We're gonna post a question on our Instagram story, please. If you have any suggestions, we'd love to name it based off what you say at home. But let's dive into it. What are we thinking? I remember to rate and review. Kick us off. Can I kick us off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's some two. Ooh, what's wrong? I'm replacing him. The way James was like, I remember to wait and review. Rate and review. Okay. No, we do that at the end. Um, okay, oh. so here's two things that I caught on about termage. So two terms that really stuck out to me oh, were termage. Termage. Terminology. Yeah. Um, for sure. See, awesome. we make up words here. That's our termage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so two things. Um, this These two things stuck out to me. Shoshana says big girl pants. No one's saying big girl pants anymore. Nobody Whoa. says big girl pants anymore. But okay. a term I think people still use is 
is saying, I'm being such a dictator. Yeah. People still say that every day and it's still around even 10 years later where I feel like that's a more controversial mm-hmm. one. Even what happened after what happened to the Sandinistas. Who's that? <laughs> I was hoping no one would ask. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, what would they say now instead of big girl pants? I think it'd be adulting. Oh, God. That's made me ill. Yeah. Just the word adulting. Yeah. I hate. And do we have to answer that specific question? No, yeah. Okay. Okay, but I think the whole Ray and Shush dynamic is hard to repeat today because mm. actually that is a bigger age gap than I think we acknowledge in a way that wouldn't be like, I'm like today I think about Ray, I got a lot of friends who are 30 year old men. If they started dating my friend's cousin who is in college, I'm not inviting him to my housewarming party. Like that's so uncomfy right. in a way yeah. like, and it works in the show and I don't even hate that dynamic. Like I think they're a great couple. And I think that is something that happens, but I think since the rise of social media and the rise of like, teens getting like all this knowledge about dating from online spaces they're realizing like oh that's old i I have two words though yeah i have two words selling sunset season six not familiar oh you know i want does it here right now there's there's three couples right now where there's a 15 year Gap between but all, all the realtors. They're all grown, right? Like, no, she's tw- in college. Well, it's 24 year old dating a 45 year old. That's hot. It's D Flip, um, which is an Australian, uh, and Chrishell, having- which is like a 12 year age gap. And then it's Mary and her boy boo thing. And that's like 12 as well. And it's like, all these realtors are actually dating people so much younger than them. Yeah. Is it that LA thing? Is that happening so much more in LA but than anywhere else? I think it's a men thing, especially around the age of 30. Like Ray really definitely It's two like, girls though that are older. Oh. In this age. Okay, well on this show. That's LA. On this show, HBO Girls, I feel like Ray really is just fetishizing kind of Shoshana's like youth. Like he calls her like vibrant. Mm. And this scene, she's like, and, like, you're so young and naive and fresh. Yes, and I'm obsessed. And he's watching her. There's this amazing shot where like Zoja Mamet's a really good actress. There's a shot where she's got like a cup and she's pretending to be a DJ. I love that. And she's literally in the background of a shot that's of Marnie and Charlie. She's like still doing it. And then she drops the cup, catches it with her chin. And then she like goes back to DJing with it and Ray the whole time is standing there just watching her with like this like doe eye like he is in love oh he's like God. this is so awkward and cute and I'm obsessed with her Many picked a dream girl yeah I could see that for you actually I, I thought of you when I saw that scene I was like I could see someone looking <laughs> at Evan I'm like telling that. you I That's did a whole set clip on this and I said that it's my biggest dream in life is to be a Manny Pixie dream girl. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I've ever wanted. Keep, Do you think it will happen for me? Keep doing what you're doing. It's going to happen. He's on Do his way. Do you think so, James? I think it's, I'm, that's my dream is to be so crazy that someone falls in love. I think keep, keep going. James, to be honest, do you think it'll happen for Evan, my friend Evan? I think, yes. I, and I, I think and hope the world for everyone I know and love. That's not nice. Yes, let's hope all of our friends <laughs> that we know are alive. Oh, so this is something I noted. Um, first of all, you, great, earlier, the the shot of the tracking. Mm. Very tiny furniture, also very Lena Dunham thematically. Check out season mm. six as well. Mm. Um, and that, But for what could not get away, and I they do it a little bit in season three and four, I feel like, of Girls. But what is glaringly missing from this show is therapy and psychiatry Whoa! in a way everyone i know especially everyone younger is like i'm yeah. talking to someone and they're like well you know da, 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 da. well because my ocd but oh, oh, oh i was at therapy yes oh like what like girl Shush. what meds are you on yeah. like Good segment <laughs> thanks so right now you guys can get better help for 20 percent off by using code hbo girls rewatch 
Totally. <laughs> is that true? No. You guys could get better help. If BetterHelp sponsored us, it would go like this. Get started today on your therapy journey. You can get 10% off by going to betterhelp.com slash girls. She I does it professionally. That. Oh, my God. That's the code they'd give us, and that's the discount they'd give us. <laughs> so stay tuned, divas. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll be reaching out to BetterHelp. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Okay. I have two really big ones. Here. The scuba pants. Um, scene where they walk into Cynthia Rowley, the art director, and Marnie. Scuba pants from Cynthia Rowley were so big 10 years ago. It's kind of what put Cynthia Rowley on the map. It's like going from Montauk, taking a Montauk surfer aesthetic. They still follow that. But surf, do you guys remember these surfer pants? I do remember the surfer pants, but I thought what put Cynthia Rowley on the map was when her daughter was on The Bachelor. On The Bachelor? No, that's, no, no, because that put Kit on the map. Right, 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 right. You know what I noticed was um, the karaoke, the TV in the background had the old Mac Galaxy. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yes. sure does. Like that really popped out to me as like so of the 2013 mm. era. Actually, karaoke at a house party in general. I haven't seen karaoke at a house People party. People are doing it at bars. Only. At bars only. We're keeping well, it. Maybe we we don't have friends that live in Greenpoint. We couldn't know. Yeah, I have friends in Greenpoint. I actually went to an Airbnb party. It's like someone rented out an Airbnb and the only thing at the Airbnb is karaoke and that mm-hmm. was their house party. So it's like it's oh, more segmented okay. now. Yeah. And I was going to say, would Jessa have cornrows in 2023? And I mm. think the answer is yes. yes. She still <laughs> she would. would. And yeah. Jemima, I think, would as well. Yeah. Like, I really think she yeah. would do that. And, and the I same way that Zelda did it two yeah. and a half years ago, like, so that's for Jemima. Well, I mean, let's talk about the difference between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. Mm. Like, you know, it's just some... And we'll do a deep dive on that next week. <laughs> way to save it. Good idea. Yeah, nice. Really good, really good. Um, any, any other thoughts before we close out? No, I think it's a really good note. I could do another two hours, but I won't. I'll save it. Mm, We'll save it for the ride home. We'll save it for the ride home. We'll talk about it after. Yeah. I I heard it through the grapevine that when you guys were talking about girls this week, you were like, shut up, save it for the record. Yeah. James literally said to me, nothing you say matters unless those cameras are rolling. <laughs> Referring to this iPad. Hey, YouTube. <laughs> and that was true. Um, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Being our first this is duo so pair. perfect. Thank you so much thank for having us. us. Yeah. Nice. Roommates now, roommates forever, roommates... Wait, how's the Pan Am thing go? Oh, Pan, Am today, awesome. Pan Am tomorrow, Pan Am forever. Yeah. And I was trying to do that for roommates, but then I messed it up. Oh, hey, love you. Um, if people are obsessed with you, where can they find you, too? Um, you can find me at Aaron Party on TikTok and Instagram, and that's Aaron.Party. And you can check out my website, jameswentthere.com, which has links to my socials, shows, and fun videos. We're so excited so- just to season two with y'all. Thanks for everybody who came from season one. I know we've got a lot new more people that just started listening, so if you're hopping in here, it's great to see you here, too. So excited to keep having fun guests, fun segments, and keep re-watching girls. I, yeah. Make sure to follow us, rate and review on Spotify and Apple, as well as we are on YouTube if you're into video podcasts in that way. And then otherwise... I will say this. I'm really appreciating everyone's messages. I've been really loving all the messages from everyone that listens to the podcast, the story posts. My favorite story post this week is that someone in Spanish, I was at book club and someone on their story posted our reel. And it was in Spanish and my friend had to translate it for me. So this is a loose translation of it. It's like, these millennials talk about millennials. They're so narcissistic. I love this podcast. Oh, that is that's so my, sweet. That's, that's really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
they missed Generation, do you? Yeah, they, they did. did. They did. I think we were millennials. Oh Please. Gosh, love you all so much. Love we'll you. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.